Anytime someone tries to tell me that their family is like perfect and not crazy, I'm like, that's because nobody's told anybody yet. Yeah. Just like, got to meet my in-laws for the first time. How did that got go? COVID. All got COVID. Okay. See <laughs> man on foot. You know, we live like that cabin's in the middle of nowhere. He literally came on foot to like miles of like a dirt road. It's so creepy. On TikTok and I was looking through all these videos and somehow I came across worm TikTok. Have you seen this? If you have No, and I don't want no, no I don't do want it. worm TikTok. I feel like the the symptom to literally everything is lethargic, brain fog and like I'm just tired all the time. So I think I just have everything because that's the symptoms of everything. So crazy that I'm finding this out about you for the first time on our podcast. Hi, I'm Heather. And I'm Shannon. And we are two women here sharing inspiring stories about fearless females to help encourage you to live your life unapologetically. Welcome to the Unapologetically Me podcast. Okay, so for those of you who are new to our podcast, since it's our first episode i'm sure that's all of you um funny story this is actually our fourth attempt at this podcast it's actually podcast 1.4 <laughs> uh, we were trying for like feels like a year to get this started and actually it was because when we recorded that first episode it was me announcing i was pregnant and the baby is now <laughs> three months old so um after a year of attempting to record our first episode here we are I know. I can't believe it. I, I think also like most people would have given up by now, but not us, right? We're like, let's do it again for the fourth time. <laughs> I don't know. Um, I think in some uh, realms that makes us ignorant because that whole saying of like doing the same thing over and over again. <laughs> Are we crazy? But, Maybe. <laughs> yeah. Um, but as both of us as real estate investors, uh, that's the difference in being successful and not being is continuing to try over and over again without giving up. So yeah, Something to be I, think, said about that. I think that's how like you become successful, right? It's like when everyone else would give up, we keep going. Um, and I think that, uh, I think that's a good like thing to do and to have. Yes. Yeah, so my first job at a college, I worked for, um, enterprise, the car rental company. Um, I was in their sales department and I had this plaque on my wall that I had found. And I think it's some football saying, and I'm not a football person at all. So somebody else could probably tell us who said this, but it said, never give up, never give in and don't take no for an answer. And it kind of goes along with all of that. Cause you're kind of just constantly like not stopping. Try again, try again, try again, try again. I love that. I love that for us. Um, so do you want to chat about and tell us a little bit about what's going on with you lately? Sure. <laughs> um, do we want to do that or we want to talk about why we named the podcast? Oh, yes. Yes. Sorry. Okay. You're right. I totally forgot about that part. Um, I'm so glad you're here to keep me on track. Uh, so only because I have a list in front of me. <laughs> <laughs> um, so because this is our first first podcast, I thought, um, well, Heather actually thought it'd be a good idea to tell you guys why we came up with the name Unapologetically Me. And I feel like there, we have like a few reasons why we love that name so much, but I'll just go ahead and tell you mine. Um, I feel like there's something about me, I think just in me that makes me feel my most authentic self and strongest and most powerful when I'm just a hundred percent me. And it just feels so good to be able to be unapologetically myself. And I think that uh, sharing my story and the, st the stories of others to also be able to feel like they can be themselves 100% is such an amazing thing and so powerful. Um, what about you, Heather? So 
I think, so I totally agree with you. And that's how we got here. However, if we start from before that, I found myself six years ago as a single mom of three after going through divorce um, from a 10-year marriage and my ex-husband having an affair. And y'all, I was single for six years and I probably went on like 200 dates and I'm not exaggerating. It was like evaluating real estate deals for me. I'm like, nope, nope. <laughs> and like, you gotta keep evaluating the deals to find the right person, right? And so through that process, I really learned that I'm not for everyone and everyone's not for me and that's okay. And it was the most healing experience to kind of not care what people thought about me and to be myself in all those different situations. And as much as I'm making a joke relating that to dating, it also applied when um, I was on a national board and I was one of the, I was the only younger person and younger for that type of thing. And, um, one of the few women and they would constantly tell me stuff like, um, I should have been softer in the way that I described something or, you know, it's that constant being like told like you're not enough or you're too much. And like trying to fit in this, um, like mold that people have for you. And, and Shannon and I were talking the other day about how on my office wall, it says that well-behaved women rarely make history. And she had just put the pen on her daughter's backpack that had the same exact saying. And it kind of all goes back to that, learning to be unapologetically yourself. And this is not for like people who are like, um, have a bad attitude and they're like, well, I'm just being me. And they're like, run around being mean to people. Let's make it clear that's not what we're talking about. We're talking about choosing the things that you want because you want them and not having the outside voices of like social media or um, our society influencing those decisions and it truly being what you want and who you want to be and not worrying about what other people, whether it's your family or your friends, um, influence that and make those decisions for you, being unapologetically exactly who you are. I love that so much. I think also when you are unapologetically yourself, you're going to attract other people that are like-minded to you right? And the people that you wouldn't really maybe get along with or vibe with um, aren't going to come around. So that's what another reason why like that if you're fake or you're like pretending to be somebody that you're not, you're going to be having like the wrong friends and you're not going to feel good around them, right? You're going to feel like you have to be somebody that you're not. And so there's so many reasons why I love that name for our podcast. And I think when you aren't you're trying to be someone that you're not and it's it's normal to want to fit into certain situations or be invited to stuff that everyone else is being invited to if you force yourself in those situations or you force yourself into that group you get there and you you will realize you didn't want to be there anyway um it takes a little bit to learn that but you quickly realize you didn't want to be there anyway yeah, I think that's one of the reasons why I love being a part of your mastermind so much. And I think that this was something that um, I, I told you a while ago. It was like, for the first time in my life, I feel like I finally fit in somewhere. And I've never felt that way. And it wasn't until like I shared all about my past. Like, right, we all have a past. And I think that a lot of people try to hide that or cover it up. And I think that um, if you just own it, you, you take the power away from other people that would try to use that against you. And, um, yeah, I just, I feel like I was able to like open up and, and it's such a amazing like group of women that all support each other, like regardless of your past. Right. And, um, and I just love it. I think it's so cool. 
think everybody has a past. It just depends on whether or not they tell you about it. <laughs> like, <laughs> right? Nobody's perfect. Anytime someone tries to tell me that their family's like perfect and not crazy, I'm like, that's because nobody's told anybody yet. Yeah. Just wait. <laughs> oh my gosh, that's so funny. Yeah. Okay, so Shannon, I have been following all of your interesting things on Instagram for forever and I'm getting to see all the fun things about the glamping camp. Talk to me about what you got going on right now with that. Oh my gosh. So the glamping camp uh, is so funny because Heather told me a while ago to do my due diligence before and I, I vividly remember texting her like, oh, it's going to be okay. And then <laughs> she didn't respond to me. It's like she knew um, because for, for literally the top two things I told you, Shannon. <laughs> Zoning and permitting <laughs> and oh utilities. God. Yep. I know. I should have listened to you. I don't know why I didn't. Well, I know why I didn't because I made the mistake and this is a, like a crucial thing. So for anybody listening, um, pay attention if you want to make sure that you're doing your proper due diligence because I thought that I was and I called my city. The problem was I didn't call my county to get the like to find out if I needed a special use permit or a permit in general. I called and I was like, hi, do I need a permit for this? Like, no, you're fine because you're just airbnb it. But I never went to the county and the county literally <laughs> sent me a letter the day after I opened up my camp uh, and was like, yeah, no, you can't do that. <laughs> Okay, so for those of you who hasn't haven't followed along, Shannon, tell us what you started out doing so everyone knows what you're talking about. Okay, so I bought a cabin on 18 acres and I thought I have room to start a little glamping camp on the land and I'm just going to start with like three little tents and I set it all up and it took like months and months and we did all this work ourselves and it we didn't borrow any money, it's all of our own money uh, and put it into this little camp. And also we're airbnb the cabin, but we started with the camp first and yeah, we put it all up on Airbnb and our own direct booking website because we were told that we didn't need permits for it originally from the city. My and mistake. so it's super cute. If right. y'all don't follow Shannon, make sure you go look at what they've been doing with that. They did an amazing job. So once she gets those permits in place. It's going to do awesome. And it's such a great idea to buy something like she did, an existing Airbnb or some type of property that's already in place and operational that you can bring some income in and um, build on to that. And it's a beautiful location. Like the, the things that you have on that property are so beautiful. I'm so excited for you. And the location in California is amazing. Thank you. That's so nice to hear that from you. Oh my goodness. Um, yeah, it's just, you know, we, we wanted to start small. It's a good thing I did. Um, but right now, uh, we actually have, I'm working with one of the, um, girls in our mastermind, uh, another like shout out to the mastermind because it's just such an amazing, <laughs> amazing. It's always crazy women. to find all the skill sets that the women have in the group. Like every time you have some, like something you feel like is totally random and off the wall and you're like, I need help with this. There's like two or three people are like, Oh, I specialize in that. And you're like, how, how is there someone who specializes in like the randomest thing I could come up with? It's so cool though, because anytime you have a problem, it's like this little uh, black book, right? Or like, oh, here, just call her. Uh, and it, it's like someone's in the group that does something. And so, yes, Molly, shout out to her, um, has helped me um, with all of everything I needed to do. I would have given up 
I literally would have given up if I didn't have her because I wouldn't know what to do. I wouldn't know the, what to submit. I had no idea. And so um, she helped me submit all of that to the county. And right now we're in the works of doing that. And so I have learned my lesson the hard way, as always, um, to listen to your mentor. Always. <laughs> I like, I know it is not nice to laugh at you, but it's yeah. like... You, all you can do is laugh because when stuff like this happens, it sucks so freaking bad that like all you can do is laugh. And kind of like we talked about in the beginning of the episode, you have to keep going and not give up because sometimes it can be tough enough and the challenges can be hard enough that most people would give up. Oh, yeah, totally. I was pretty close, but there was that thing inside me that was like, no, don't do it. Okay, so tell me about you. What is going? I mean, you have a ton of stuff. You just had a baby, by the way. Like, you would well, never know. as you can see, I'm drinking my my third different cup of things you've seen me drink in the 13 minutes that we've been recording. <laughs> um, I'm actually on day three of having COVID. Um, I took a shower and made myself look human before I got down here. Um, but I've been in the bed, been in the bed till now. Um, talking about having a baby. So the baby's 11 weeks old now. And, um, my in-laws are from Asia and they live in Asia. They're from Asia. And, um, because I was scared of everyone getting sick, I was really extreme and did not want them to come visit the new baby until it was a couple months old. Cause I was so worried that everyone would get sick from them, like traveling so many hours on the plane. And now everyone has COVID. Not the baby. The baby. Everybody. <gasps> no. Everybody. Everyone oh. is sick. Bella was like puking all over the floor last night. Like oh, it no. has been extreme. So how are you alive right now? And literally doing a <laughs> Why didn't you call me? We could have rescheduled I got, this. I got, dude, how many times have we tried to do this podcast? I, I got all my drink. I'm ready. I'm ready. We're not wow. never giving up, right? Um, so Got to meet my in-laws for the first time. How did that got go? COVID. We all got COVID. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> oh, but everybody's doing, I mean, okay. Other than being sick, like no one's going to the hospital. It's not like super. Right. Exactly. Scary. It could have totally been worse. Right. Okay. Um, but also like my kids never get sick. This is actually the first time Bella's been sick since she was like six months old. She's 11 now. And um, we can talk about all our controversial topics if we want to. We, we don't believe in vaccines and all Are of this serious? stuff. Oh, my God. Wait, yeah. what? Okay. Neither do we. <laughs> we're fine. I don't know why we're gonna, surprised. I'm... We're like the same on every topic, right? Oh, we my God. No, but assume. seriously, I've never... I've always been too scared to talk about that. I've never talked really? about that before. That is yeah, one we, thing. I'm. Oh my god. Okay, wait. Tell me. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I think twelve years ago when I got pregnant for the first time and started studying all the alternative medicine stuff and researching everything, um, I made the decision to not vaccinate my children and. Um, it's interesting enough with the COVID vaccine stuff. My husband is vaccinated and so are my in-laws. They started out sick first. Um, we got sick, the kids and I, after. So vaccinated and unvaccinated, we both got sick. So um, I don't really know what the difference is. Um, but yeah, no, no one is vaccinated. 
I mean, oh I was God. when I was a child, but when, if you, it's interesting, we, I mean, we could talk about this for an entire episode, but if you look at the list of, I was born in 1984, you're probably not too far after that. The yep, list, uh, yeah. So the list of like the vaccines they gave us when we were kids, there's like six or seven of them, right? Now there's like 50 of them that they give these little kids and they pump their little bodies full of all this stuff. And it's linked to so many different things. And by no means do I pretend to be an expert on this, but it's just something that we actively choose not to do. Oh my gosh. So this is so crazy that I'm finding this out about you for the first time on our podcast at our first episode. But yeah, <laughs> this is something I've always been too scared to talk about, but you just inspired me to just open up about it because um, we are also the same neither one of our kids have been vaccinated. I, like you, I was vaccinated as a kid. Um, but we also, none of us have got the COVID vaccine. Um, and, but all of our family, so like my mom and my, my bonus dad, um, my sister, everyone got it. And we've all, it's been the same. Like we all still get sick. Um, so I don't know. Yeah. I definitely am on that same boat with you for sure. Um, Here's to being unapologetically me. <laughs> yes. I love that. And also like homeschooling. I mean, we are homeschooling for a ton of reasons. Also, we had a bullet point, by the way, of bullet points of what we we're going to talk about. We're like totally, we're totally talking about way more interesting <laughs> None of that is now. what we're talking about, right? <laughs> Speaking of which, you're finishing up remodeling the Airbnb, right? So what are you going to do? Yes. So we finally finished our Airbnb, the cabin, um, and we have moved out. So we basically, what we did was we moved into the cabin and lived there while we were renovating it and remodeling it. And then once it was done, we are now living back in our RV full-time. So we were full-time RVing around traveling the country until we found our next project. And that's kind of what we plan to do again. Although our next plan is to travel in the RV to find our next primary house that we're going to be. Oh, like how fun is that? Have you seen, there's some new loan stuff. Again, we're so far off on our bullet points. Okay. There's some new loan <laughs> stuff out for that. Have you looked at any of that? No. Tell me about it. <sighs> Dude, neither. Do, I don't claim to be an expert in this either. And I just saw it this morning. So I haven't dug in. I'm literally in the bed, like, for like 48 hours reading yeah. about loan, new loan programs. So, um, there, so you know how the FHA loan, where you yeah. the first time home buyer, or let me back up, the FHA loan, where if it's your primary residence, you you have to live there for at least a year. You can get up to a four unit. You put three point five percent down. You're familiar with that loan. Yes. Um, they have made an additional program that is very similar to that. Um that still has a very low down payment like that. And it needs to be your primary residence for at least a year. Um, and so that's all I know about it. <laughs> I'm trying to figure out how to, how to explain all that. That is the extent of what I know so far. Cause I saw it this morning. I freaking love you. That was so epic. She was just like, quiet. and then she's like, yeah, that's all I know. <laughs> You're so funny. Trying to think of a way to explain that it's really low down payment, but that's all I got. I can't think of another way to explain it. Yeah. So basically, if you're interested, go go research it. Um, <laughs> more info on the next episode. Yeah. We'll know more by then. Um, okay. So I, you are way more organized than me and you wrote down a list. And next time we do this podcast, I'm going to have a list too. <laughs> 
<laughs> I forgot what you were going to talk about so I could try to transition you into your next thing. <laughs> okay. So um, the Women's Mastermind that Shannon keeps talking about, we have a book club also. And every month we read an amazing book together. And then Carolina, who's our program director, and she like used to be a teacher and she's freaking amazing at teaching, um, goes through and like walks us through like a college level course on the book that we had. And this past month we read uh, 10X is Easier Than 2X. And it's by Benjamin Hardy. And it's a really, really good book. It's like um, mind blowing on the way you operate your business. And, um, the concept is that when you, you make your goals 10 times higher, um, there's only one way to get there because if you want to be double your income that you could do this, or you could do this, or you could do this. But if you're like, no, I want 10 times, um, there's really only one way to get there. And so I was trying to use that concept for our women's mastermind. And we have a meetup coming up in Orlando um, because there's a huge conference going to be there. And when I had first started planning it, I was like, okay, we've got 15 girls going from our mastermind. If they invited a couple girls that they knew at the event, maybe we could have 40 people and that'd be a really great meetup, right? So we read the book and I'm like, no, I want 400. <laughs> and so I'm that. like, how do I get 400 women in the same place? So I literally reached out to every woman who's speaking at the event and asked them to co-host with me. And now we have nine women who have tons of followers on social media. They're speaking at the event. Um, and we're up to almost 400 registrants uh, for the event. So we have beyond 10 x um, our goals. And the reason I'm telling you this is because you should totally read the book. It is amazing and changed the way I've been thinking about everything that we do. And it's also, it's a pretty easy read because the beginning is this really great story. Did you read the book for the mastermind? Do you oh ever my God. read the I'm book? I'm so like on the SHIT list because I never read our books, but I go to book, <laughs> but I'll try to go to book clubs so that I can learn what the book was Dude, about. <laughs> when we were in college, people read like cliff notes. Do you remember that? Yes, and they don't I have do. that anymore. <laughs> That is uh, like what our book. That's what the uh, yeah. Carolina is uh, like our Cliff Notes version of book club. She's yeah. so amazing at breaking down the book and talking about it and explaining things, especially if you're like me and didn't actually read the book. Giving so, us exercises to have to implement during the session so that you remember it. She's great. Yeah, she is so awesome. So this book actually made you go from having possibly a meetup of 40 Hoping women. for 40. I actually didn't really have a whole lot of a plan. Now we have like, we rented out. Have you ever been to a tin roof? They have a couple different locations. No. Um, we rented out this huge area at tin roof in Orlando. We have one here in South Florida too. They're super cool. Um, ordered all kinds of food. Uh, my assistant has been building swag bags in my garage. There's like 400 swag bags. And my assistant's a guy. So I had to send him a YouTube video on how to tie bows this week. <laughs> so poor Will has had this like fluorescent neon pink ribbon learning to tie bows in the garage this week. <laughs> I've seen it on social media. If you're not following her on her Instagram, <laughs> you definitely should go check out her stories are so good. And I did watch Will be doing this during your Instagram stories. So I love it. So we've got all of those. I just read in one of those 360 um, camera oh, boots. Oh my gosh, those no are so way. much fun. Yes, I'm so excited about that. So now we have this full-fledged like huge event as opposed to just like a couple girls going and having dinner. So, so how many women excited. are going? Almost 400. Well, who oh. knows how many will end up because we're handing out flyers at the event too to all the women that we see. So 
I'm sure it'll be more than that at this point. That is so amazing that you did that. And just from reading one book, like how cool is that? Dude, I feel like every month, whatever book we read, I come up with some crazy something for the next month to implement that. And then I'm on to the next book. So I I don't know if that's a blessing or a curse. Yes, you do. Wait, what's the book that we're reading this month for book club? Uh, We're reading The Wise Investor. um, And I just started it today. And it's super cool because, okay, first of all, it's written by Rich Fetke. And Rich is the person who created the balance wheel that we do in the mastermind to kind of balance out your life and and grade all of your areas of life. Oh, he spoke at the first retreat you were at too. Yeah. And his wife spoke at the second one. Oh, yeah. And his wife was at the second one. Yes. Kathy. She's also one of our people at the um, meetup in Orlando. That's so Um, cool. But yes, so he will be then speaking to the mastermind in addition to Carolina. So it's kind of cool to have the author come speak to us also. Wait, wait, he's coming to, to which one? He is speaking this month. If you look at your calendar. <laughs> yes, I saw him. I put him on my calendar. You mean he, he's going to be doing a presentation for the mastermind? Yes. Since oh. we're reading his book this month. Yeah. How freaking cool is that? But wow, it's really cool awesome. because it's instead of just being this like self, self-help self or how-to book, it's a parable. So it's written um, like as a story about a guy who, um, again, I just started reading it today. Um, it's about a story. About, it's a story about a guy <laughs> who works too much and he never gets to spend time with his family. Um, and he's just gotten one of those like cards in the mail. That's like, Hey, come listen to our free event about blah, 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 something real estate. And that's as far as I've gotten, but it's kind of cool how it's written in story form, um, as opposed to the traditional book. That's just kind of a how to or self-help. And are you reading these like books in book form? Are you listening to them on audio, like audible? Actually, the only somebody was asking me in our mastermind, like, Heather, how do you get through so many books every month? I feel like you're like a reading machine. And I do two things that I feel like helps me do that. First of all, when I listen to an audiobook, I never listen to it at like one times the speed, unless like it's something that I need to like write a bunch of notes for or something like that. I'm usually listening to it at like 1.2 or 1.4 times the speed. And so I listen to it a little bit faster. But I actually read the book and listen to the audiobook. So if I'm at home and I can like sit in my living room and read or I keep the book in my purse. So if I'm like getting my hair done or getting a pedicure, I'm reading my book. Um, but if I'm driving or taking a bath, I'm listening to the audiobook. So I'm doing both simultaneously to get through those books. And do you think that you retain the information better when you're reading it or when you're listening to it? I keep asking myself that and I haven't, I don't think there's any difference. I know they say there is, and maybe if they were different types of books, like some school book that I needed to like actually retain like some like really specific information. But since they're like conceptual, like grasping an idea, I don't think it matters. Yeah. Does that make and sense? You're doing both. So like either yeah. way, you're going to, you're going to win. I feel like with, if I'm reading it, I retain it better. That's just like a personal thing, but I don't okay. really have time to like sit down and read all these books. So I listen. So the question is, do you get yeah. more if you listen to the audiobook than not doing it at yes, all? Exactly. <laughs> so that's why I just do Audible because that's the only way I can like get stuff done. Okay, Shannon, I need you to commit to reading 10X is easier than 2X. Okay, I'm going to do it. Even if it's, you're driving right now in the RV. Are y'all in a specific spot or are you going somewhere right now? 
Yeah. So we have a crazy stalker. So I'm like trying not to tell people like where I'm at that's right this second. <laughs> I literally sent you a video of like my ring camera. Did you get that video of the <laughs> yes. crazy man on foot? You know, we lived like that cabin's in the middle of nowhere. He literally came on foot to like miles of like a dirt road. It's so creepy. Anyway, that's like it's a the crazy part of people don't understand about being an influencer and like by no means am I anywhere near the level you are but I get weird crap in the mail and like just all the stuff that people do even what did you get I, in the mail this is interesting we want to know I got some shoes and I got a oh my a, god like, send owl. your stalker to my way what I'm <laughs> like your stalker you get owl brooch of some sort like weird stuff I don't know can we yeah. switch yeah. stalkers please <laughs> I want <laughs> shoes and brooches. What the heck? <laughs> yeah. Oh my yeah. gosh. Yeah, weird hilarious. stuff. Anyway. Anyway. Um, okay. So you're in the RV. You're headed yeah. to look for your next primary. The primary that you're looking for, are you going to turn it into an investment property also like this last one? Or is it like your primary, like this is our forever home? So for the past like 10 years, every house we've had, we've ended up always just making a lot nicer and then either selling or renting. And I told my husband, I'm ready to have like a home home that we don't, that's not an investment property. I want it to be a primary. I want to be able to put my kids nameplates on their bedroom walls and have family photos up and be able to have like, you know, a garden in the backyard that I'll be able to tend to. And, um, so yeah, it's going to be a primary, but I, I want it to be something very like modest. Our last one was like very fancy. And I, I noticed that like, I don't like having a huge house. Um, I kind of like having a smaller, cozy, more like minimalistic grandma house. So I'm going to warn you that uh -oh. what we do as investors, remember last time I warned you and you didn't listen to yeah. What's this warning? Oh. We have it on camera now. Okay. It's like a sickness. When you start learning to make money off of your properties, it's really tough to have a primary residence that you don't generate an income from. And so um, my primary residence is in Tennessee and um, it's on a couple acres and the house is, like you said, it's a modest house. It's like 3,000 square feet or something. It's like a normal house. Um, and I'm sure I'm going to get some hate for that, but it's a normal I was house just going to say, I don't know <laughs> if you want to edit that part out. <laughs> it's a normal house, y'all, I promise. In, leave it in. <laughs> yeah, it's a normal house, I promise. Um, but it also has a five-car garage in the back corner of the house. And so I converted the five-car garage into an apartment and rent that out. And so, so and this was when I first moved there, which was... I don't know, six years ago. And so I, I remodeled that garage, turned it into an apartment and rented it out just because like the whole like house hacking and um, bringing an extra income. Like once you start doing that, it's really hard to give that up. And so I don't need that anymore, obviously, but it's like a sickness of knowing how much money you can make off of something. And so now six years later, um, that five car garage, I no longer rent as an apartment. It's my property management office. So all my employees work out of there every day. But the warning to you is that <laughs> make sure there is something that you can use to generate income. Should you, should you choose to someday? Okay. So like, uh, if there is like an ADU or something like that. On yeah. The property. Yeah. Cause I mean, traditionally house hacking we think of as like renting out your rooms or it being something that, um, 
is like, like that duplex. duplex or a fourplex or something like that. But it doesn't have to be that. Having a garage that there's an apartment over the top or um, like you said, an ADU, for those of you who don't know what that is, like an additional little like mother-in-law's quarters or something in the back of the property that like you could, yeah, guest house, those kinds of things that you could rent out. Um, especially as much as you travel to be able to have somebody on site that you can trust and there's an extra person there. Like it's, it's really nice. I'm yeah, that's true. Really I think like it. it's like an addiction, right? Is like what you you're like, it's a sickness, but it's like an addiction, but it's like a good addiction, right? Like it's totally addiction. <laughs> the first time I had like learned about using my money to make money, um, I had just bought my first duplex and the down this was a million years ago, y'all, and it was like ninety thousand dollars in Tennessee. So my down payment at that time you could do ten percent down. So by the time I had closing costs and all this stuff, it was like ten thousand dollars to put down, right? And so um, I had right after I closed on that and I had gotten both sides rented out, I got a quote to get new window treatments in my house. And the quote for the new window treatments was $10,000. And I was like, I don't need no window treatments. I can buy another duplex for that. Nobody needs window treatments. You can't see my house from the road. I can't see any of my neighbors. I don't need any window treatments. <laughs> It's like a sickness when you start learning what you can do with that money. And so instead I bought a triplex um, and that house still does not have window treatments. <laughs> that is so funny. Oh my gosh. I love that. Okay. So uh, did you have a third thing we were going to talk about? It doesn't matter. Okay. <laughs> We've talked about so many different things at this point. Um, so crazy, totally off subject, but I think I have worms in my poop. Shut up, Shannon. Why is it always something? <laughs> Why do you joking. think that? Why do because you think that? I was on TikTok and I was looking through all these videos and somehow I came across worm TikTok. Have you seen this? If you have no, it, you and I don't want no, no I don't want do worm TikTok. I, I got chicken TikTok the other day with the dancing chickens, and I'm totally content with that. I don't need worm TikTok. I don't know why, but worm TikTok just infiltrated my, my account. And I was like, oh my gosh, I think I have worms. And I was, you know, looking at what I thought was normal to be in the toilet and it's not. And I'm like, now I'm like looking at my kids and I'm like, oh my God, do you have, my kids have worms. And now I'm like looking at what are the treatments to try to deworm? Because I think that like, if you eat like, like a lot of sushi or which I love sushi, um, or like certain like foods, there's like worms in them. And I guess like we all have worms and we just don't know it. Heather, you probably have worms in your poop and you just so don't know it. So what are you it. doing now? What is this are treatment? You start do, looking I your drink, do I need to drink a different tea? Like what is it? What kind of herb do I need? I'm going to do all the research and then I'll text you all the info, but I don't, I don't know what to do. I just know that we all have worms in our poop and we just don't know it. And it could be making us like kind of sick or lethargic or like brain foggy and it could be worms. I feel like the the symptom to literally everything is lethargic, brain fog, and like I'm just tired all the time. So I think I just have everything because that's the symptoms of everything. We need to figure out what we need to do to get ourselves healthier. Yes, my current goal is so my 40th birthday is in March and everything I'm doing right now is related to being the healthiest version of myself possible before my 40th birthday. I love that for you. Can you tell us some of the things that you're doing? Um, so everything I'm going to tell you goes back to a book. <laughs> 
So when the women join the mastermind, um, they get a copy of The Gap and the Gain, um, which Shannon got, and I bet she didn't read. No, um, I actually I actually listened to that one on Audible. Oh, okay, good. Um, in yeah. that book, um, the book is amazing. You should read it too. We need to like we need like a book list for the podcast because we're constantly recommending books. But in there, they tell this story, and I'm totally going to butcher the story, but it'll be the the same gist of it about a Olympic team or Olympic rowing team who was trying to like you know win the gold this year, and their coaches had them leading up to the event everything that they did whether it was what they ate what they drank what they listened to where they went they they had this mantra in their in their head of does this make the boat go faster like if me eating this does it make the boat go faster does me like going and hanging out with these friends right now make the boat go faster everything in their life they asked themselves does this make the boat go faster and so i'm having that same mantra in my head of does this make the boat go faster about every aspect of life and as it relates to being the healthiest version of myself for by my 40th birthday I love that. So are you doing any like, so obviously I see you cooking on your Instagram stories all the time, by the way, if you're not following her on Instagram, please do it and watch her stories <laughs> because if she makes the most delicious recipes and she gives you the recipe on her stories. So definitely check them out. You make like, you make things I've never even heard of before. <laughs> I don't know if that's good or not, but, um, oh, it's good cause it's teaching me new things I didn't know before. So it helps that I genuinely love to cook. I hate doing dishes. And thankfully, my husband and I have an arrangement that he washes all the dishes. Um, so I can still cook and not be worried about that part. But um, I genuinely love to cook. So that helps. But my decisions on what I'm cooking are related to that. Doesn't make the boat go faster. Um, also, I was on bed rest during pregnancy. So it wasn't, you know, some moms, they're like, "Ooh, I'm at my six weeks. I'm headed to the gym. I was on bed rest. So like my level, my fitness level was gone by the time um, I had my fourth baby. And so um, I've been doing my daily walks. I walk three miles a day and we've got the Orlando event coming up um, in exactly a week. And then the women's retreat is right after that. So I'll be at four months postpartum by the time the retreat happens. So then I'll go back to the gym um, to get to that healthiest version of me. You go, girl. I'm proud of you. But it's also not just like diet and exercise too. It's deciding like what wealth means for me and my family and what our goals are and things like that too. Not just because yeah. it's so easy to get wrapped up in like, I need more properties. I need more units. Like, are you closing on a deal right now? Like, Maybe that's not what I want to be doing. Maybe, maybe I have enough deals. I don't know. Got to think about yeah. that. I like, I loved that. I had text Heather, um, for advice about something and she was like, well, take a step back and think like, what do you want for yourself? Do you want to be working for someone else? Do you want to be spending all your time doing this job? And it really made me think, oh my gosh, like, I, I thought I wanted to do this, but I really don't because there's other things that are way more important to me than, like you said, buying that next property or being able to say I'm, you know, a co-founder of this. And so um, I really love that. And I think that's part a huge part of like being wealthy all around, not just your bank account, you know, but also like your your personal life, your your relationships, your time with and we kids. both have little kids right now like being around for that is at the top of my list I like over being the founder of something right now 
Right. Exactly. I love that. Yeah. That is so cool. Okay, guys. As you can see from the sweat on my lip, I'm starting to sweat out my fever. So that is all for today. <laughs> but seriously, um, we have some really amazing episodes coming up. We are interviewing a ton of the ladies who are going to be at the next retreat for some fabulous episodes for y'all. Um, make sure you comment below and like and subscribe and let us know the types of interviews you would like to see us doing, whether it's different women that you're interested in hearing from or different topics you want to hear about, or maybe you even want us to give a recipe or Shannon to tell us exactly how to get rid of the worms in your poop. Let us know below and we will be back next week with episode two. Bye.